0: My name is Megan Chase, queen of the Iron Fae, ruler of the Iron Kingdom, daughter of a human mother and the immortal fairy king of the summer court. I have survived multiple wars, faced unspeakable evil, and stopped at least two end-of-the-world prophecies. None of that was quite as terrifying as where I stood right now. The sky overhead was black, no stars. No moon. Trees surrounded us, bent and twisted as if in horrible pain. A flat gray luminance filtered through the trunks, turning them into skeletal silhouettes that seemed to move whenever you looked away. In the distance, I could make out things dangling from the branches, rotting cages and sacks that bulged as they swung lazily back and forth. I shivered. Remember those horror movies that you love so much? Well, congratulations. Now you're in one. A chill traced my spine. It was still out there, searching for us. I could feel its presence, old and patient, prowling through the trees. The monster that had been waiting for us the moment we'd set foot in this strange, terrible world an elder nightmare, vicious and nearly unstoppable, that had attacked us as soon as we'd arrived. We'd managed to fight it off and escape, but not unscathed. Clenching my jaw, I pressed a hand to my elbow. Beneath the bloody cloth I'd wrapped around my arm, my bones throbbed with pain. But even that was a small inconvenience compared to the bigger problem. If things had been normal, I would have healed myself by now, my fae glamour naturally restoring torn flesh and broken bones, staving off complete exhaustion and keeping me on my feet. But things were far from normal, and dread, yawning, and terrible had settled deep in my stomach. There was no glamour in this place. None. It was a wasteland, barren and empty of magic, I could feel the deadness in the air, in the ground, in the trees around us. It made me sick. The never-never, the land of the Fae, pulsed with magic. Glamour existed in every tree and rock and living creature. It fueled our power, our very existence. It flowed from the mortal world into fairy, from human dreams and emotions, from their loves their fears, their passions and creativity. This was nothing. This was Evenfall. Evenfall, a mirror realm to the never-never. Evenfall had existed alongside Fairy since the very beginning. It was home to the species of fairy known as the Evenfey. These were the true bogeymen the monsters in the darkness, the nightmares that everyone feared. The ruler of Evenfall was the immortal, immensely powerful Nightmare King, and even the Fae of the Never-Never feared him. So much so that in the age before the courts rose to power, the strongest Fae in the Never-Never made the terrible decision to seal Evenfall away from the world. Worse, they erased all memories that Evenfall, the Nightmare King, and the Even Fay had existed at all. Cut off from the glamour of the real world and the Never Never, the Fay of Evenfall were doomed to slowly fade into non-existence. Starving and forgotten, the Nightmare King fell into a coma like sleep, and the Fay of Evenfall vanished from the world. Until recently. When the even Faye had begun appearing again. No one knew how or why, though it was suspected that the rising anger, division, and hatred in the world had been strong enough to reach the nightmare king in his sleep. We, myself, Ash, Puck, Grimalkin, and Nix, had been called to a place known as InSight, where it was rumored that the Even Fay had been gathering. Deep beneath the building, we'd found a circle of Fay attempting to raise the Nightmare King from his slumber. We intervened, only to discover we'd been tricked. Destroying the seal did not stop the ritual as we'd hoped. Instead, it tore open the way to Evenfall. And every fairy on this side of the Never-Never, summer, winter, iron, and forgotten alike, now remembered Evenfall and the Nightmare King. With the opening of the seal, the Nightmare King had stirred. He was waking up. And if he did, he would take his revenge on the Never-Never and the fae who'd sealed off his world. The lady and her circle, those fairies of old, were no longer alive. But the Nightmare King wouldn't care. He had gone mad in his dreams and would destroy the Never-Never, the courts, and possibly the real world as well. We had to stop him, even if the Nightmare King was unkillable and our own powers were greatly diminished in his realm. Even though it meant traveling into Evenfall itself and seeing the exact horrors that awaited us on the other side. A world with no glamour, a realm of nightmares, where the Fae were starved, twisted creatures from mankind's darkest emotions where the king's own nightmares had taken form and now roamed the land, preying on all they encountered. Somehow, we had to cross this nightmare world, find the Nightmare King, and either put him back to sleep or, or what? I frowned at my own thoughts. I didn't like the idea of killing him. What would happen to even fall if we did? What would happen to the rest of the even Evenfay? I didn't know exactly what we would do when we found him. Just knew that it was up to us, again, to save our world from destruction. Even though we had no magic here. I sensed his presence behind me before his strong but gentle touch warmed my back. Leaning into the caress, I glanced up. Ashlyn Darkmere Talon, former prince of the Winter Court, and my husband, gazed solemnly over my shoulder into the woods. His silver eyes scanned the shadows between the trunks, ever alert for threats, though the hand against my back was of silent support. I wanted to lean into him, to close my eyes and forget this terrible place existed. But I couldn't. A queen had to remain strong, even if the only ones to see it were her family and closest friends. I was the Iron Queen. In this empty world bereft of glamour and magic, I had to give them hope. It's still out there, Ash murmured behind me. I nodded. I haven't seen or heard it in a while, but I'm sure it's still stalking us. The nightmare had chased us for a while after we had fled, or rather when Kieran finally convinced the rest of us to retreat. It was not in the Iron Queen's nature to run away, even less so for a warrior son of winter and the infamous jester of the summer court. Ash, Puck, and I probably would have fought the creature until we killed it or it tore us apart. But the Forgotten King had reminded us that we had an important mission to accomplish. If we died here, there would be no one to stop the Nightmare King from waking up, and the Never Never, and possibly the real world as well would be doomed. Realizing this, we finally retreated and eventually lost the nightmare in the twisted forest surrounding us. I didn't like running away. Rulers of fairy did not give ground to their enemies, and I hated the fact that I was weak now. But Kieran had been right. Our mission was too important to waste time fighting. We were here to stop the Nightmare King and save the Never-Never, and somehow we would do that, with no glamour, no allies, and no idea of how to accomplish anything. Has Nyx returned yet? Ash asked, interrupting my bleak musings. I shook my head, not yet. The Even Fairy had left several minutes ago to scout the area. Hoping to spot the Elder Nightmare before it found us. Nix was unmatched at remaining unseen, and this was her world. We would have a better chance of avoiding the monster if we knew exactly where it was. Cool fingers slid over my arm, brushing my elbow. Come inside, Ash urged. Nix will be back when she's ready. There's nothing we can do until then. Yeah. I sighed and let him lead me back into the cave. It wasn't a large cavern, just a hole carved into a hillside, but it was sandy and dry, and most important, free of anything living in it. A reddish-orange fire burned sullenly in the center of the cavern, lighting the interior. Puck sat cross-legged in front of it, feeding twigs into the flames. His bright red hair glowed in the flickering light, making it seem like his head was on fire, opposite him, a fluffy gray cat lay comfortably on a flat rock, feet tucked into his chest, golden eyes half-closed in the dancing shadows. I crouched in front of the small fire and spread my hands before it, letting the warmth seep into my cold fingers. How's everyone holding up? I asked. Puck's green eyes met mine over the firelight. The gash on his forehead had stopped bleeding though his left cheek still looked a bit bruised. He shrugged and managed to dredge up his old devil-may-care grin. Never better, princess. Who wouldn't want to go gallivanting through a literal nightmare world filled with horrific monsters and no magic? I'm thinking of setting up a lovely vacation home in that grove of trees with the screaming heads. I gave a faint smile. Not even a literal nightmare world could stop Puck from making a joke about it. Then you'd at least have a captive audience, I replied, making him snort. Sleeping might be a challenge, though. Trust me, princess, no one is ever going to sleep in this place. Ash knelt beside me, deliberately close. I resisted the urge to lean into him. You managed to get a fire going, at least, he observed. Yeah, Puck snapped his fingers and a tiny flame appeared over his thumb for a split second before he snuffed it out by virtue of being me. This is it, though. This is how much glamour I have left, and it ain't a lot. What about you two? Ash shook his head. Mine is gone, he said grimly. I used the last of it fighting the nightmare. Princess? I sighed. The same, I admitted. It took nearly everything I had to reseal the portal to evenfall. I have maybe enough for one more big attack, and then everything will be drained completely. I know Kieran is in the same boat, I'm not sure about Nick's. So we have no magic, Puck said, no glamour, no power. And we are in the literal plane of fairy hell. He grimaced and scrubbed a hand through his crimson hair, making it stand on end. Yeah, this is gonna be all kinds of fun. I clenched a fist, they were both putting on brave faces but even though he hid it well, I could sense Ash's fear. Without glamour, he was weaker. Still a skilled and deadly swordsman with a few natural fairy perks that made him more dangerous than the strongest human. But he would not be able to bring the awesome power of his winter magic to bear. I knew he was worried, not for himself, but for the rest of us. His greatest fear was that he wouldn't be able to protect the ones he cared for. I felt the same. My hands shook. For so long now, I had felt the pulse of glamour in the very land around me. As a queen, a fairy, I was connected to the never-never in ways that even the normal fae couldn't comprehend. I had forgotten what it was like to be a normal human. So what does this mean? I asked. We can't go back. If we open the portal again, the Nightmare King could wake up. No, Ash agreed. We can't go back. We have to keep going, find the Nightmare King, and end the threat he represents. One way or another. It will not be as easy as that. On the rock, Grimalkin raised his head, blinking slowly. Even fall has been cut off from the glamour of the real world in the never never, the cat explained. I'm not even sure how the realm has survived this long, and not faded away, much less the even Fay themselves. But there is no natural glamour here, which means you will not be able to draw on the land to heal yourselves or fuel your powers. How do you propose to face the many nightmares you will encounter, much less the Nightmare King himself?'